Today's podcast is brought to you by Eggshell Light Company. For over 45 years, Eggshell Light Company has been the go-to specialty shop handling the lighting needs for all that grace the shores of beautiful Hawaii. Combining the artistic methods of the theater with the speed and efficiency of the musical touring industry, they have pioneered event lighting throughout the Hawaiian Islands. They specialize in supply of top shelf equipment and designers for broadcast concerts, corporate, and special events. From the smallest weddings to televised concerts and the largest corporate clients, they know this is your most important event. It is their goal to make sure you feel that way. Aloha from Eggshell Light Company. Welcome everyone to another episode of LD at Large Podcast. My name is Chris Lose. I am the designer relations developer at Ayrton Lighting as well as columnist for PLSN Magazine. I am up here back in Canada. I have had a lovely day. It's still nice and sunshiny. The, the air is clean. The people are polite. And uh, it's, it's a great place to view the American election from. We're uh, recording this on November 3rd. Don't know what's going to happen tonight, but I'm sure we're going to be glued to the media one way or another to figure out exactly what's going to happen. I am very excited today because one of the things that's been taken from me and and a lot of us is our ability to hang out with our, our work friends. So I live in this little town called Stony Point, just outside of Windsor, Ontario. And there's only about four of us that I am currently aware of that are in the entertainment industry. And one of them is Adam Mars, and he is currently in L.A., and uh, even if he wanted to come back, he couldn't because the border's closed. I'm sure if he tried really hard, he could uh, flex his Canadian muscles and say, let me in. It's my home. But uh, he's decided to weather the storm down in L.A. because he has some very cool projects going on, lots of irons in the fire. So I'd like to welcome to the podcast Adam Mars. He is the atmospheric director and lighting director at Mars lighting and he's got it's hard to really put adam in a box he's got so many things going on i I hate to even give him a title because none of them are befitting of him so anyway thank you so much for being with me today i i miss your face i miss your conversation here put me in this box here you can just put me in that one (laughs) i can't there there is no adam mars box that exists i can't I can't even begin to express how much of a pleasure it is to uh, sit with you now. Uh, and and, the, and especially the fact that you're down in my hometown and I'm out here, you're bringing some of that hometown love that uh, really is, it's, it's the Motown of Canada, uh, <laughs> you know, right next to Detroit. If, if you guys don't know, um, it's a, a big music center also. Uh, I mean, all the, all the beautiful music that's come out of there. And of course my family's still down there and, uh, misses the heck out of me, uh, but we st- we're staying up on the videos, but we're also working on uh, our psychic ability to stay in contact. So that's, uh, that's what these, these paintings I've been doing are about, actually. Uh, you know, I've been in LD a long time uh, mm-hmm. and that led me to painting because are we not painters? We're like and sky now- painters. Yeah. yeah. And then, but when you, when you, when you light a set, you're also painting the set, right? Yeah. You, and, and you paint the artist. I mean, when I started uh, doing set design, it, 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 it was just that. It was like giving physicality to the light. I mean, well, the fog, of course, too. But doing this, this is just light. If there was no light in here, you wouldn't see this. Every painter is a light artist in a way. 
you know? True. So it was very natural to do that. But I mean, these are designed to help increase our psychic ability in, in, in the world so that, especially now with COVID, we can't see each other. It helps you to connect on a heart level. So, you know, when you close your eyes and you see those visuals, especially as light artists, we, you know, we're all, it's all highly tuned to light, right? When, when, when you see those visuals in the darkness, those aren't random. Those are portals. So whoever you're thinking about in that moment, you're seeing their aura and you're connecting psychically. So that's what this is all about. I now live in a fully immersed world of this, you know, obviously uh, with shows shutting down, I had to, I had to shift right? I went from having this beautiful uh, two-story loft in downtown LA, where I was working primarily as an LD for hire, flying around with uh, lots of different artists. And you can check out my, my site if you guys want to see some of, some of that past work, mars.la, mm-hmm. Mars with a Z, of course. But um, it, 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 it led me again to the art and back to the music, because I started as a musician. You know? Right. Uh, down in Windsor, uh, of course. I mean, ever since I was three, I'm 35 now. This, uh, you know, light really was just my instrument. Mm-hmm. You know, it was down in Windsor at, at the riverfront when I had my first big show as an LD playing with, uh, do you remember the band, The Trues? The big Canadian uh, band. And Finger Eleven, maybe. Okay. Yeah. You been, maybe you haven't been there long enough. Finger Eleven, yeah, they played that show. And you know, we're playing the show and I hit the blackout on the, after the first track and the whole crowd just goes wild. Right. And I just had chills, you know, Detroit in the, in the background, right. It was the river. And I couldn't believe the power that that had when you hit the blackout and people go nuts. I mean, it's not all you, but it's certainly you also. Right. It's yes. addicting too. I mean, <laughs> People don't realize the power that we have as LDs to, 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 to shape the show, you know, to shape the feeling of what's happening. You know? We are a, an additional performer. There's no yeah, way there's, yeah. it might sound uh, grandiose, but there's no way around it. We're putting ourselves out there just. It's our energy. Not, maybe not to the same d- degree. Cause they're not staring at our, into our eyeballs, but they're look, they're looking at our but art. They're judging us. Theirs. Yeah. And we're shooting in their eyeballs. <laughs> we get lasers and lights in their eyeballs. <laughs> Hopefully not lasers, unless you're doing the crowd scanning. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, we're we're literally shooting our art into their eyeballs. They know just enough that if things aren't going right, they they know that they they know that they should look at the guy or the girl sitting in the middle of the arena, going like, "That's that's the person right there." I mean, it's a bit of Houdini, right? Look here, not there. Look there, not there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's what I love most about playing lights was the musicality about, of it. That, that's really, I think, what got me, kept me working all mm-hmm. those years was, was my musicality and, and personality. Uh, just love to play, man. Just love yeah. to play. So, so coming now back to music, not that I ever left it, but it, um, it certainly is now the, the main piece of my life now is, uh, is, is playing music and making art. And not that I've stopped lighting. I light myself. I light my band. I light mm-hmm. the environments we create because we're doing this immersive thing. Uh, 
We call it the Mars 5D experience, which this is a main piece here. Now you've seen 3D glasses before, mm -hmm. obviously. Well, there's some 3D shows, there's the Flying Lotus show and all that. But this is a different tech. This is, uh, we're calling this 5D because you'll look, at, you'll look at this piece here. This doesn't look 3D. But when you put these on, you get about, you get another two inches at least of, of, of play, right? Of the different layers of the colors, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, what that's helping to show people is that there's more to the reality that we're experiencing with our, with our senses than, than we can perceive, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, this is wonderful. You know, past infrared and past UV, there is a hell of a lot more energy that yes. we can't perceive with our senses, right? Mm -hmm. So we're playing into that. We're playing into multidimensionality which if, any, if anybody's ever done any consciousness enhancing uh, tools, uh, you've, uh, you've had, you've had a, a zip around the dip, as I call it. You've had a, a little peep, <laughs> peep with your third eye open as to what, the, these, uh, what these energies are about. And so the basic way I, I describe it is you've got a 3D body, right? You've got a 4D mind, because you're always going through time, right? You think about the past, about the future, the present. And then you've got a 5D soul. And so that's what we're pulling at, you know? This, this might as well be my Sistine Chapel, you know, painting the angels. But we are the angels too. So it's, it's, it's this energy thing. It's energy exchange, pulling that unconditional love, that, that high vibration, I mean, that's what every, every performer really is, is after, isn't it? You know, pulling, pulling their best self, their highest self, their love, uh, you know, their soul through. It's channeling. Do you think some people forget to entertain all five Ds? <laughs> oh, yeah. We get locked up in the ego frameworks. We get locked up in the, you know, my face, my name on this marquee, on the billboard and the and the, and the checks and the, and the entourages. Yeah. Oh mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, and, and, and as LD are we, we're like right there with them. Right. I mean, I literally wore this in nightclubs with rappers pouring champagne into girls into myself, you know, that this is when I was drinking, uh, which I don't at all now. Thank God it's <laughs> that I'm not drinking anymore, Good but, for you. uh, that's been a journey. That's been this year, actually this year, uh, just, I mean, I, I literally a sip here and there, but even that, it doesn't even feel good anymore. And just tea, tea is great. Sparkling water with lemon and fruit. You know, wow, you discovered this at 35. Good for you. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, shit. Yeah, I mean, 50, 20 years I drank. Like yeah. profusely, <laughs> you know. Uh, and it's free when you're in entertainment, you know. But anyway, um, what were we? Uh, we were on to the. Um... It uh, it took me till I was yeah, forty to realize you. that I should I should stop drinking so much because I was just numbing out the feelings that I didn't want to have. And then when I got rid of the drinking, I was like, "Oh, these are all the feelings I was trying to avoid. Here they are. There, these are tough." Yeah. You can actually process it and get through it. Yeah. So so what you're saying right now pertains to your last question about we forget to bring in five D. Yes. We forget to bring in the soul. 
the alcohol actually is a, is a means of, of sort of like, if you can imagine that your soul's coming in through a hose, right? <laughs> or a portal. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> and that's what we call these love portals. Um, the alcohol has a way of constricting the hose. Yeah. I feel. Yeah. Uh, whereas like, you know, performing and, and, you know, even hugging a loved one or thinking of someone or coming into gratitude or meditating or whatever, open you up, you get more, you get a higher bandwidth of download of that energy of your, of your, of your highest self or your spirit or whatever you want to call it, you know, uh, by doing that. I mean, my God, it's not healthy. It's not healthy to constrict that hose or close that portal. (laughs) Yeah, because I think of you if you if you if you uh, fall your hand falls asleep, <laughs> right? Great analogy. <laughs> I mean, eventually, if you if you sleep on it too long, I mean, you you lose it, <laughs> right? Man, that's that's a great analogy. You, that's exactly <laughs> what's happening. If you're not opening your mind up to to all the possibilities, then you, you're putting yourself. Play in you're, you're confining yourself. And that's a, uh, that's exactly what's doing what you're doing when you, let's say you sit on the toilet too long, you know, you just, you just, oh, just yeah. <laughs> cut off the, the, you're just cutting off the circulation. Oh, I love that you brought up the toilet. Cause first of all, is that not our office? Most of the time, uh, I used to say that I made, <laughs> I used to say that I made a hundred grand worth of, worth of business in on the toilet. At this point, it's at least a million. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, over the years, right? <laughs> Where was I going with that? Um, Entertaining oh, all yeah. five Ds. Well, I made a 5D toilet in Orlando last year, uh, right after Art <laughs> Basel. I made a 5D toilet. You can see it on my Instagram. It's Mars with a Z, M-A-R-Z, 5D uh, on Instagram. Uh, it, it's about, I don't know, it's, it's a year ago, so you got to scroll down a bit. But it's it's a psychedelic toilet, Okay. Uh, painted all trippy like like this with the high vibrational colors, but there's trees planted in it. So first of all, it's a bit of a pun: toiletries, right? You know, <laughs> but I'm clever, yeah. <laughs> so we get a little laugh there, but and that was a funny one because people either get it right away or they'll get it after they've seen it like four or five times and they go, oh, and then they crack up, right? Because <laughs> we used to have these tiny trees on my on my on our toilet in the in the in, in the loft in downtown, uh, and and it was that. But anyway, we made this big toilet, like a full size toilet, five D toilet, and uh, the 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 message of it is that if you can look at the shittiest place in your life, literally the shittiest place, and instead of seeing the shit, you see the growth. Then imagine the world. Imagine the rest of your life. If you can, if you can put it there, that's a five D flip. Yeah, that's like <laughs> you just took something gross and made it enlightening. That's wonderful. Made, made, yeah, and fun, and playful, and silly. I mean, why not? I mean, yeah. who, who doesn't love a good poop joke? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, everybody from ages three to ninety. Love poop jokes. <laughs> I don't yeah. know well, if yeah. there's any restrictions on finding poop jokes funny. They're the, in and, fact, and the bigger a, you make them, the better they are. 
Yeah. And those are the two points in your life that you probably need diapers too, right? Uh, coming in and coming out. <laughs> hey, were we supposed to have a serious production conversation? No. Is that what this was? No. Okay, no. good, good. Uh, <laughs> what's awesome is that that's a gr it's another great analogy for what it is that we do. We go into the cement floors of the world, bring in piles of gear, mountains of shit, and then we make something wonderful. Yeah, magic. A little bit of Disney or whatever you want to. Yeah, magic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It put you in the cartoon. It put you in the in the movie for a minute. Yeah. So you, I, you were able to find a new creative outlet. Uh, what's, what's amazing is I had been prepping for about a year. Right. I, I, I toured with this band called La Maitre, who are now just brothers. They're wonderful. Um, they're electronic. Uh, they're an electronic. Uh, what are they? They're like they're like Daft Punk with a full band. They're a duo with a full band. And and I, I was really, uh, I guess, the fifth Beatle uh, in a way uh, as as the LD. But also they started calling me the Love Guru which uh, I, I wouldn't call myself that, although I, I, I all about projecting love in the world. Um, but the thing we started doing was we started doing a love huddle every morning. And my God, I highly encourage this. When you, when you roll into a show, you, you, not only your team, oh my God, and I learned, I, <laughs> I'm, oh man, I gotta give some props to Jim Digby from uh, Lincoln Park because we did some shows uh, for, for Mike Shinoda a few years ago. And um, I took his concept and, and brought it a little further for myself. We get not only our crew together every morning, but you bring in the local crew and, and you literally just, just do a five minute gratitude circle. Uh, and, and, you know, now with COVID, it might not be possible to, to, to do hugs, but you get to that level. You're raising the vibration together um, and come into gratitude. Uh, and, and, and it sets the tone for the whole thing. It's just amazing how you you shift everybody's consciousness. You go from like a, a bunch of machismo, like, oh, you know, put this over there. No, 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 you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, there can be a lot of egos in this business, right? Yes. Um, and uh, at that point, the rock stars and the and the and 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 and, and the stagehands loading the truck are all on the same level. We're all human. We all want the same thing. We all want to have a great show. Uh, we all want to have a smooth day. We don't want to be stressed. There's enough stresses in the world. Mm -hmm. Let's come together for a second. And it just, it just changed everything. So I brought them up to share that and to say that my touring with them, uh, I guess it would be two years ago, is what started me on this... Um, it, it's when I really started to blossom in my spiritual journey. And it's when I started my, our, my uh, painting career. Mm -hmm. And it's what, yeah, about three years now. And it's when the music started pouring into me. Like, I feel like I'm a radio now, just right there, right there, right there. I mean, I can even rap now. It's, it's insane, Chris. It's like, I channel Eminem sometimes, it's wild. <laughs> I just think about Windsor and we're there, you know, I think about Detroit and Windsor. I mean, it's, it's incredible, but anyway, um, 
it's funny that being there LD and, and being part of that, that tour through Europe and, and, uh, and, and, and that high vibration and just, it, it primed my, 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 uh, being for these downloads, you know, that, that, um, and it was then that I got a preview of my life. Now I got that in one night we were on the canals in Amsterdam and we all know what happens in Amsterdam. Um, mm -hmm. but let's just say I grew, I grew a bit like super Mario. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, connection and, and it is really, yeah. When I, when I had the visions and the, in the, in the communication with the 5d, I guess the spirit realm or the multidimensional selves, my spirit guides also the beings, uh, which is what I paint here. Also the energy and the beings. I mean, there's a being here. Yeah. Um, you got to see a preview of your life. Yeah. Yeah. I got to see that that moment was a seed for what's been happening now. Uh, for example. <laughs> okay. So that night in the boat, we did a jam in the back. It was just all acapella. Doom, 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 you know, the guy started going, actually, let me back up. It was real. It's beautiful. The, um, the tour manager, he, he called me to the back of the boat. Uh, and he says, uh, Henry, uh, Henrik. And he, and he goes, Mars, Mars, come, come, come check out the water. Come. So I went and I put, cause he knew I was, you know, zooming a bit funny. We're zooming now. Uh, <laughs> and he, um, he says, touch the water. So I went out to the water and, uh, and it was nighttime at this point, we had already had a beautiful sunset, you know, there's wine and cheese and it's beautiful, beautiful, funny. I don't do either of those now, no dairy, no, no alcohol, <laughs> but anyhow, I looked at the water and it was, you know, the, the Amsterdam lights, off the water, beautiful. And I put, as I put my hand in, it looked like a record. The water looked like a record. And I put my hand down and I said, guys, guys, the needle's coming down on the record. And I went down like that and, push, and we touched it and they started the track. They started the acapella of the rhythm. And then I started singing. I said, uh, I went into this trance. It was the first time this has ever happened where I like, you know, you hear about these people, they speak in tongues, they go in trances. There's a lot of weird, weird things happening in the world, especially now. There's a big awakening happening, of course. But um, I went into this trance and I started singing. It's a love vibration. It's coming through your station. It's a time dilation. An endless situation. It's a love vibration. And as that happened, I was getting like a film reel of, of, of that moment and all the other things. And a lot of them are happening now. For example. Wow. In this interview. I haven't done an interview in a while. So beautiful. And just a few days ago, we played this mansion party in Santa Monica. Okay. We had our DJ playing. And then we, we had uh, uh, Zara here uh, come out with these big, big feather, uh, sorry, big, uh, big wings with lights, right? She's dancer, activator, stirrer of the energies, uh, Bhakti on the sax. And I came in with nothing but my guitar and my helmet, no clothes. <laughs> and I busted in there and they were flabbergasted. The, the party was like, whoa, like, <laughs> It shifted the whole energy. 
And, and you know, what's so funny. I mean, I don't have a tech. I am my own tech also. Uh, my guitar wasn't working. So I go in pretty much with my dick in my hands in a way. <laughs> it's a guitar that's not working and I'm naked. And I bust into this party. There's like a hundred people in this thing. They're all fixated. They, they did a circle around us and, and we're just jamming. And, it, and, and I just had to keep rolling. <laughs> and that to me really is the Martian Circus. That, that's the name of our band. It's the Martian Circus. It's a collective. But uh, the real Martian Circus, I think, is all the behind the scenes, all the crazy setups and teardowns and in-betweens and, and stuff that, that happens leading up to the gig. Because, my God, I mean, I mean, you guys know all the stuff that happens <laughs> leading up is really the real entertainment, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is the pinnacle of vulnerability and and complete release of ego to me you went <laughs> with no tech naked no pants. wearing a helmet <laughs> and the guitar, guitar. Oh, my, my bits <laughs> and, and the guitar didn't work uh it, it, it was, it ended up being that I was one channel off on my receiver. I set my okay. receiver to 11, you know, the, the, uh, angel numbers, 11, 11, I set it to 11, but in transit, it, it bumped over to, uh, I've got the line six, uh, relay okay. and, and it bumped over to the, to, to 12, but I didn't know, but I kept rolling. Uh, what I did was I always keep a backup cable. Gotta have backups. Oh my God. If I can give one piece of production advice, Please have a backup for everything. I, I don't care what it is. If you get a back, backup power supply, backup. If it's a key component, if it's something you can't do without, have a backup. You know, I've got a six string guitar. As far as I'm concerned, that's five backup strings. <laughs> but I, wherever possible, I have a backup guitar. You know, I have other instruments. I have other backing members. But, you know, uh, for example, if I'm launching the, the songs from my laptop, I've got the same songs on my phone. So if I need to pop that in, it's there, you know? So I had a backup cable for when the wireless didn't work. So as I'm singing to people and they're, and they're just tuning in, I'm having to get my cable out of the bag as I'm dancing and singing, put the guitar on. Uh, I mean, sorry, put the, put the cable in and get it going. And I played with that for a while. Even I'm dancing through the crowd, they're tripping on my cable. It's hilarious. And then at one point I said, okay, it's time to try this wireless again. So I pulled it out, but I had the cable. And you know what happens when you touch a, touch a guitar cable, right? Yeah. Bzz, bzz, bzz. I turned that into an instrument. <laughs> oh, the other thing you wow. should know is this is hilarious. You know, all this time as an LD busking, and you, you guys know what busking is. If, if you're not familiar, it's uh, jamming. It's improvising. It's jazzy, of course. It's going into the show, perhaps not knowing any of the music, perhaps not knowing a thing, and just feeling the moment and uh, re reading the energy and, and sort of playing, you know. All of those years jamming, uh, busking, train me for this. Because all these shows we do as Martian Circus where I'm singing and playing guitar and, 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 and dancing with people and percussion, whatever. Oh, we do keys too. But the point is I go in without rehearsal. 
I go in without any lyrics and I channel the whole thing. I busk the whole thing. It's really absurd and beautiful. <laughs> the whole show is busked. I mean, that sounds liberating. It is. It can be fearful if you're in that mindset, but I realized something it's, and this again, plays back to LD. If you, if, if, if you come into the fear that you won't hit the right note or sing the right lyric and, and you go down that portal, that's when you forget the lyric. That's when you miss the beat. So if you miss, if you're sitting in fear that, oh, if I do that, oh, it's not going to look good. Uh, you miss the beat. If you yes. just go with it, you might've been red. You meant to do blue, but nobody knows, but you, as long as you hit it on the time, uh, ice cubes, LD told me once, he said, um, it matter. It, it matters much more. Really. He said, it doesn't matter what you do. So long as you is when you do it, the timing is more important than, than, than the actual cue. Of course, mm -hmm. it's all important, but timing is everything. And because we've got to create synesthetic experiences. Yes. Sound and the light together. I mean, which is also was an that, important uh, part. Was that Marco Zapata? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the only, it's the only time I've ever worked with Ice Cube and it was a guy named Marco Zapata, if I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from Austin, I think. Okay. Na Nashville. I can't remember. Anyway, point is that stuck with me. Um, and it's played a lot in my life, you know, not just as an LD, but like in general, I mean, you're crossing the road. If you hesitate, yeah, you get hit, you're done. You know, if you hesitate at the wrong time, you know, yeah. Trust your intuition, you know, it's been a great, I am still attached to my ego just enough that all the stuff that you're describing still scares me. Okay. I feel like, I feel like I think I feel like you're on the next level where that stuff's just like, well, of course it's going to turn out fine because it is. Because it always does. <laughs> also, how many thousands of shows have you done? And and everything could be completely messed up five minutes before doors, and somehow it works. Somehow you figure it out. Yeah, because we have to. Yeah, somehow it works out. So the yeah, stress of it I, I, actually takes you out of being able to think logically in order to get, think clearly to, to, to execute the solution. I guess you just have to release your inhibitions that people are going to hate it. I can only imagine that that's something that you've moved past. Like, well, they're not going to hate it. Certainly. Certainly at this point. I mean, thousands of shows later, right? Yeah. Yeah, there was a time when it was like, oh, if, ooh, maybe I shouldn't do red here. Uh, uh, oh, if I strobe here too long, oh, they might be uh, epileptic or whatever. Honestly, I mean, yeah, you got to be sensitive to those things, but like, you got to go with the feeling for Pete's sakes. Like, if the song feels be... that way to you, it'll probably feel that way to others. You pull them into your experience. You know, you're not going to get everybody. Right. You got to go with your feeling. You know, that is one of the, the loveliest, most wonderful, most powerful things about us is that we are in the middle of the crowd. We are of oh, yeah, the crowd. Yeah. We are the audience. 
We just yeah, happen to have these buttons in front of us. Participatory audience member. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. It's a trip. <laughs> Who else gets that power? Sometimes I wonder if that's uh, what brought me into our industry is that I just wanted the best seat in the house at all of my favorite concerts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, I've been saying that we really got to take the, I mean, and people do it, but like Peter Gabriel or, or you two, or uh, well, a lot of people have done in the round performances. I got to watch my voice. I literally sing every day. And and it's how I, and it's how we f put fuel in the tank, so mm -hmm. I got to take care of the voice. It's also why I stopped smoking. My God! Wow, you've done a lot of transformation lately. Five years ago on tour, I, I before the tour, I said after twenty after after fifteen years of like you know casual smoking, I said uh, this is stupid. I'm, if I can do this tour, it was like seven, eight weeks or something. If I can do this tour without, uh, a, without a cigarette, I, 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 I'll have no reason to go back, you know? And it was, it was like halfway through the tour. I'm like, well, yeah, of course. And, and, and I, I couldn't even be around it at one point. You know, if you're smoking around me now, it's like, Ugh, you know, it's literally, you're, you're sucking on a smokestack. Why would you want to do that? It's ridiculous. You're, you're actually, throat. you're literally finding the most toxic thing in your environment and jamming it into your lungs. <laughs> yeah. And you know, if, if, if that helps you uh, get through your day, you know, and maybe it keeps you from something worse, fine. But like, maybe whittle it down, you know, maybe whittle it down a bit, you know, but yeah, I'm, I'm not here to tell you how to live your life. I'm just here to provide an example that it is possible to make those changes. You know, you quit smoking after quit. 15 years. Congratulations. From 15 to 30. And, and if my parents are going to see this, they're going to be surprised probably. Uh, Cause I've never talked about it publicly, but uh, yeah. Before the Bryson Tiller tour, I said, Nope, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quit drinking. That this year. Yeah. Congratulations. Quit. And they're dairy. definitely happy about that. <laughs> What's that? You also quit dairy. Yeah. Like, you know, a tiny bit in the coffee here and there, but actually no, no, very, very little, almost nothing. In fact, I had this pizza the other day that didn't sit well. Oh, and I'm, I'm mostly vegetarian now. Um, you know, we do a little fish here and there, but really just very mindful of the food. You know, bringing gratitude every every day for it. Like you get your plate. A lot of people are doing prayer. That works. I'm just putting my hand on it and just thanking everything. You know, like everything. Who, who made it? Who you know? If it's a fish, like thank the being for giving up its life. Uh, the uh, the truck driver that brought it over. We're like whatever. Just like a little bit of that. They call it Reiki. Also, if you're familiar with that, which is a different kind of light work. Yeah. You know. We're all light workers. Yeah. You know, in our way. Uh, you know, some of us has more, have more blockages than others, but, uh, you know, we're all light workers in our way. But uh, if, if you guys aren't familiar with Reiki, it's spelled R E I K I. Mm -hmm. And as LDs, you will find that it's very intuitive to begin to do that, uh, that type of uh, work. It's um, some people call it chi, 
also. It's sort of like the energy, the life force energy of, 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 of the universe. Uh, uh, it's auras, you know, it's all that kind of uh, energy. Um, and you're just tapping in a bit. Like I get this tingle on my, like, I, I mean, literally, it, and this might sound wild and weird, but uh, hey, it's 2020, uh, anything goes now. Uh, I, I, I hold my hand up to you right now. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and I get this tingle all throughout here and on the fingertips, just feeling your energy. And when I close my eyes, I get these colors and these shapes. It's like glitter. And I can see your aura. It's my interpretation of your aura. You know, some people are seeing like, they'll say, oh, your, your aura is green or it's blue or it's purple. And that's fine. Uh, and that has certain meanings or whatever. But the way I perceive it, everyone has different gifts, uh, gift structures. Um, that's, that's how I perceive it. And that's why I do these paintings. Because I feel when I'm doing that with you, I'm connecting with your, uh, your energy, your, mm-hmm. your spirit or your multidimensional self. Uh, and then when I paint it and you see it, then you can start to connect with that also. That's kind of the whole, and then we're creating immersive environments for this where we're hosting the concerts within them. So you're like fully immersed, you've got the glasses, which already are helping you shift. And then we bring in smells, of course, the sages and the incenses and all that stuff and essential oils and whatever, whatever we can engage more uh, and then the music, the transcendent music, and wherever possible, we, we do tactile work like these. These are great. Oh my god, have you ever tried these? Uh, the 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 scalp massagers. Things incredible. Yeah, especially when you have someone else do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, anything we can do to activate people. I mean, we're literally. You've probably seen this at festivals. You get a buffer, a car buffer, mm-hmm. and you massage people with it, and it it just pff, sends them over the moon. I mean, it's wild. We're creating synesthetic experiences, which the we world started needs more by car buffers. Well, yeah, <laughs> just don't do the hair. Then, then you get dreadlocks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, um, yeah, uh, I should, I should mention that, that this whole thing, I mean, the glasses are a part of it and mm-hmm. you could take these, uh, and, and we do sell these, uh, um, uh, but they're, they're simply one piece of the Mars 5D experience, uh, which is a immersive show design concept that, um, that, that we do, uh, that can be plugged into anything. I mean, it could be store activations. It could be, um, uh, yeah, uh, album launches. It could be concerts, uh, anything. You could do whole tours. I mean, we're where the fans are getting these to take home after, you know, they've got the branding. I hand paint these uh, uh, and they're all in UV, uh, which you can see a little bit with this uh, flashlight. Let's see. Yeah. Wow. Highest vibrational color spectrum that we know of. We see like bees when we see in UV. We think, I I think that I, I think that bees would laugh at us. Bees would Uh, laugh at us. You (laughs) think you can see what we see? You can't see what we see. <laughs> I, I there's no sometimes way. I think that bees no. are silently judging us. Bees, bees are so much more. They know so much more than we do. I bet they do. Yeah, they have the highly advanced nanotech uh, cyborgs, probably. <laughs> the bees are actually sitting there taking care of the earth, and they're just looking at us like you are the worst. 
creatures. Uh, you guys are not doing a very good job of taking care of this earth. Well, they're here to teach us. I hope so. I hope so. I, I hope. Imagine if we could all be more like bees. If we could all be like pollinating each other in a in a <laughs> in a conducive you know way with love, you know, and not necessarily with uh you know. I know no. the contagion that are out there. Yeah, <laughs> but love is contagious. Love is highly contagious and is more potent than any any uh, pandemic that you can come up with. I mean, because maybe there's another one in a few more years with some other stupid name. It doesn't matter. Uh, love will always be the dominant vibration on this planet. As, as much as it might not seem that it is, just look within yourself. What is what is the most innate thing that you you are? Like, how do you flourish? You don't flourish when you're in fear. You clam up, you, you, you put people away. I mean, we're, we're meant to be connected beings. We're meant to be social. Why do we love concerts? Why do we love, you know, going to church, like all that? I mean, we come together. We're... Gathering, community, yeah. oneness. Yeah. We're, we're social animals. We're, we're communal, communal animals. We're, we're... There's something about sitting in a room, staring in the same direction, receiving the same message, whether it be spiritual or secular or religious. Is, there's something powerful about it. Yeah, it could even be just 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 laughing together. Like comedy's great, you know. And I think the really great rock stars are the ones that are hilarious. You know, uh, I worked with the All American Rejects, and uh, Tyson used to make us laugh so much. It was ridiculous. I mean, we, we <laughs> Steve and I, I was the LD and Steve was the front of house. We'd be cracking our balls off at the at front of house, like <laughs> every night. Uh, and then he'd be belting it, you know, it'd be back and forth. Like, yeah, the comedy is just, is another, another great entry point. A any entry point we can get to the spirit, to the heart. I mean, let's do it. Let's just open that up, you know, uh, man. It's our job to take their vibe and amplify it. Yes. We're the amplifiers. Yes. Yes. To arena size. If we have to uh, yeah. stadium size yeah. when necessary. Absolutely. And then uh, I've realized this, um, not only are we amplifying it. I first noticed this when when I started doing club bands, like my peers, you know, cause I first, the first lights I did, you know, were for my own band. It's funny, I'm doing that now, like 20 years later. But, um, and then I started renting my lights to other bands at, my, at our same level, you know, like local bands. And when I started playing lights for them, and these were bands I had seen like 10, 20 times, the difference of when they had a light show with an LD versus having just all the lights on fla flashing, you know, like with nothing, it was like their performance went up tenfold. I noticed that LDing, and, and now using this terminology of channeling, which, which if you're not familiar with, please look it up. Um, sort of like your radio, you know, mm -hmm. tuning into your higher self, tuning into, uh, you know, like if, I, if I'm an Elvis impersonator, for example, I'm channeling Elvis, you know, right. acting is a great example of what channeling is. But, you know, for example, when I was working with Erica Badu, She's a, she's a highly potent channeler. She's very spiritual. She's highly tapped in. I knew that as I was playing with her and we were in our groove, I was assisting in the channeling. 
I was helping her to pull it in more potently. I don't know a better way to explain it. That's that's perfect. <laughs> but you said it's an amplifier. So if, if she's the antenna, yep. right, or the satellite dish, then her whole team really, but I think especially the LDs, we're like turning up the dial. Shoop. You have to create the atmosphere for the channeling. Yeah, yeah, we create it exactly. Exactly. That's what that's what I've been doing with this immersive art thing. I'm really just priming myself to be my best performance artist and priming, priming the audience to be in a place of being able to receive that and then send out their energy back. So we're, we're creating an environment and an atmosphere conducive to all of us to channel for you to channel your highest self. You know, people, people, they go through, they, they, they use the word like, Oh, um, festival self, or, uh, people will have burner names for, for burning man. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Gina here, she, uh, uh, she was called Zena in, uh, on the playa in, in, in at burning man, but you always come back to your 3d self. Oh, I, well, I come home and I'm Gina again, but like, why not be your festival self every day in some way with still being responsible, of course, but why not dress the part? Why, why not, not do face paint in the street? Why not, why not feel, why not feel that connected way? Why not dance every morning in your living room? Why not? You got five minutes. Spend a little less time on Instagram. Maybe. I can't think of a single reason to not dance every morning. I mean, beautiful it's your workout yeah. it's your gym it's free it's uh it's just it could be your spiritual practice you know not everybody's into like the the you know the sort of like uh traditional oh, meditating you know like i mean you know that's fine you know if you can at least do something meditative you know if it's playing guitar if it's if it's uh you know it, i mean for a lot of these guys uh, and girls uh it's tinkering with with lights like fixing things you know just mm -hmm. like coming into a state of like focusing on something that you enjoy. And I think that opens the flow state that opens up the channeling state. Yeah. Like we say, opening the hose. You make it sound so simple. I don't, so I don't know why you can't just choose to do whatever you want to do and just do it. Uh, there's nothing stopping any of us from doing it. Well, you know, we do have all these stories we tell ourselves. And of course there's, there's 3d things of like, okay, well, we have to make sure we're, we're uh, making enough money to sustain ourselves at this current level, but you know, and uh, well, for Pete's sakes, I mean, you, 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 you gotta, you've got to drink, you've got to piss, you get, you know, you've got to maintain yeah. your levels. Uh, but within that, I don't think it's that hard to really like come into a healthy state of like a flow, like find more of the things that you love to do and then do them. My God, like even just a little five minutes a day, Start with five minutes a day. I mean, come on. Yeah. We've all got five minutes a day to do, to do something we love. You know, it's not. That's that that great advice. As, as my friend, Joe, Joe Collins, a uh, front of house engineer says, uh, uh, it's not rocket ships. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a rocket scientist. <laughs> oh man. This has been very uplifting and enlightening. I enjoy hearing from you all the time. Hey. It's uh I'm really upset at whoever sliced open a, a COVID infested pangolin to, to prevent us from putting a border between us. Cause I would be, I would be on a flight to LA right now 
I would totally hanging. come hang out. I would, I would totally be at the next. But if you can imagine that this is, um, okay, I'm going to use the word foreplay, uh, okay. friendship foreplay. This is yeah. creating the, uh, the tension. Yeah. For you to want to go see certain people. And then you'll have more value in terms of, well, now that I have the time, who do I really want to see? You know? It will build my, my, my gratefulness next time we get to hang out. And yeah. I'm like, oh, this is exactly. why this is why Adam and Chris are friends. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm almost uh, I'm almost out of time, but one of the questions that I've yeah, been great. waiting to ask you. Okay. What sort of legacy are you hoping to leave behind? And I don't know if it comes from an ego place or from a just a self-realization place, but what do you like what would you put on your headstone that says Adam Mars, you know, date until whenever? Oh my what God. What sort of legacy are you I, looking I behind? Just, just as you said that, something came in. Let's hear it. <laughs> so, okay, if it says Adam Mars, maybe 5D, Adam Mars 5D at the top. Sure. Um, it would say, he came, he loved, he never really left. <laughs> That's honest. We don't, you know, we don't really leave. We just, it's, it's no. more like... It's more like we come to earth in the way, in the same way you put your hand in the pool. When you take your hand out of the pool, you're just not in the pool. Right. But you're still there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow, Chris. Wow. You think, wow. You, you just pulled that out of me. Thank you. Oh, wow. <laughs> you, you, your hand didn't go anywhere. Your hand was always where your hand is. I got to right here. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> this is what I mean about these aspects, right? Like if we have a 3D body, 4D mind, and a 5D soul. Yeah. And again, the, the, the 4D being time, right? Yeah. Um, then when we drop our 3D body, I mean, we're, we're still there <laughs> in a different way, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's sort of tough for the ego to let go of that idea that I might dissolve into the soup. I might just go back to this, this energy pool of mm. everyone and not, and lose my identity. And it might be that, but it is that also, I do believe that it's both. Could be you know? both. Yeah. I don't see why it's well, not both. I mean, I, ch I, I channel people like Jimi Hendrix when I play guitar. I've done it in painting also. I've literally in the middle of shows felt him come through me. Now at this point in my development, it's only for a few seconds, but even my voice changes. How do you explain that? Hmm. How, I mean, how do you, is he, is he not, is he not a frequency of radio station that I can dial into? You know, 
maybe when you're we're doing um who, who who's the last uh person you lit the last uh uh hollow notes okay yeah. well they're a specific frequency one that's been broadcast not only on earth for a long time now but our airwaves are going out into the universe when you are LDing for them you're dialing into their frequency right and you're I mean, you're pulling it, you're pulling it in with them, you know, I mean, the good materials that is certainly coming from higher places. I feel, yeah. There is no scientific experiment that could ever be done to prove that the air that came out of Jimi Hendrix's mouth at Woodstock is not in you right now. Oh, actually, I mean, yeah, they haven't they proven that it is? It has to be. There has to be a, a percentage of the air from Jimi Hendrix from Woodstock in, in one of us right now. There, there's some percentage. Yeah, I would imagine oh, that has to be true. Let's just decide to pull some of it in now. Just right here. And maybe... Maybe some of the people watching, maybe that's their first deep breath today. And maybe now they can be better uh, improvisers in their life just from having a sip of Jimmy. <laughs> that was delicious. Delicious. <laughs> and uh, cheers to you, brother. And you got to, you, can brother. you show your, uh, your, your tattoo there? Uh, so this one, on this side, I've got a tiger. Oh. Yeah. And on this side, I've got, got a cheers. lily. And you got the cheers. Is... That's cheers. Cheers, yeah, cheers. Can, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Adam. It's always a pleasure. Wonderful. I look forward to the next barbecue. <laughs> <laughs>